demands it, an exercise in creative thinking where we will challenge ourselves to conceptualize, pitch, and craft a film based on the stipulations of a hypothetical Hollywood overlord. We talk movies all the time. All the time. That's your catchphrase, and I love it. In particular, we complain about the choices made in the films we've seen that exist because some soulless corporate hacks cobbled together a collection of boardroom-mandated buzzwords and test-audience-approved action sequences and characters with and with more hubris than those shills we know we could have done better. Right, Jim? Right, Jim. Even with the demands and restrictions that clearly must have been put on those poor bastards writing the monstrosities we were given. We will be your screenwriters for this episode. I am T.C. DeWitt, and joining me, as always, is Jim. Season one was better, Brazilic. Jim, how you doing? Pretty good. I'm doing, I'm doing well. Here we are. Here we are. Season one was better, wasn't it? It really was. All the seasons we've done so far. Yeah, it was... <laughs> you, you know, the others, uh, they were they were okay, but they they just didn't have that, that optimism that yeah. season one had. Yeah, you know, it's a, we were just so young and fresh and naive, yeah. thinking we could do better. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the later ones where, where we're all strung out and, and sold out and just... Yeah, they, the studio. They, we they, we be, we be, we be, became the studio. We became the shills that yeah. thought we could, yeah. could could present films. Oh God, are we cursing ourselves right now? <laughs> I, I, you know what? <laughs> if we end up getting working for some studio based on some of these ideas, I'll happily be a shill. Yeah, me too. No, <laughs> all the time. Uh, all the time. <laughs> um, but you've been you've been good. You've been good. Yep. Yeah, had a good. Uh, yeah, I, I, this will come out later, so I don't have to ask you about your holidays. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I made a guest appearance on another Zelda podcast. You did six five media's another Zelda podcast, uh, which typically stars stars David and Kate. I was welcomed onto the show. Uh, to do, and obviously, you've listened to the episode at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we we did a crossover episode, and uh, I guess on his show we discussed one topic, and then he came on our show, and we did a Zelda episode of yes. the Studio Demands It. Yep. What what would a feature film of Zelda be? Now, I did send you. The you episode, did send it to me, but you did not listen to it. I would. Uh, I did. I did. I totally did, and I remember every detail. Well, thank you. I uh, though for for the audience, they may not have. Oh, that, this I mean, so I, I would. I would rather. So I'm going to play. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play dumb. Okay. And uh, I'd rather just have you tell me. Okay. What happened? Anytime you want to reference it, rather than rather than just have me go. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Okay. Well, 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 well. What did I do? Well, I was. Uh, what we discussed on another Zelda podcast, which I definitely recommend you guys go checking out, was titled. The episode was titled "The Silent Protagonist." A silent protagonist. Mm-hmm. And we went into a, an in-depth conversation about Link. Hardcore does, Henry. Does, oh. About what? Hardcore Henry. <laughs> Hardcore Henry. <laughs> uh, Link is a voiceless protagonist. It's not, not, yeah. He's not the only one out there, but specifically why that makes him such a pivotal figure in video games and and as a storytelling method of not having a character who can speak for themselves, mm-hmm. uh, the challenges that come from that. So uh, it, was a, it was a great episode. I was really happy to be on it. And then David came on our show and filled in for you. Uh, I named him uh, uh, Jim. You're not Jim. You're David Geisler Brzezelik. Yes, that was that, yeah. <laughs> that was his middle name for the episode. And we discussed adapting Zelda into a film. And we we leaned pretty much into Ocarina of Time being the move, the story to adapt. Okay. Uh, but we did a second as well where we discussed a biopic version of the creation of Legend of Zelda, which had fantastical elements to it. 
like 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 a movie about the creation of the game right and seeing the fantasy elements of the game come to life through the perspective of the creator of Zelda so you get oh, to see okay. like you would never see Zelda's face or Link's face or Ga- like you would see them from behind and like as he pictures them in the woods and David painted sure. this this great picture of of what like the opening of that movie would be. I didn't know where he was going with it, but he, he just started painting. He's like, imagine if you will. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's at the, it's after the break. I don't remember what the timestamp is <laughs> on it. But in listening, as he was like describing it, he was taking like really lengthy dramatic pauses. Uh-huh. And I was like, as he's doing it, I could picture it. I'm like, I'm going to score this. <laughs> so in the episode, if you go listen to it, I put an underscore of, mu- of orchestration as David paints his picture. It was a lot nice. of fun. It was a lot nice. of fun. <laughs> um, but uh, and, and maybe we can discuss it later because I or right now if you want like if you had any any thoughts of Zelda as a as a movie we don't have to go into great detail about it but we we avoided talking about it in our video game episode we did uh, I think the the general consensus from me and David was don't <laughs> don't make a Zelda movie yeah um, but uh, oh my my pitch for like what I thought would be really good. And I'm, I'm repeating this for the people who have listened, so it's more mm-hmm. for your sake. <laughs> is that Zelda should be the main character, not Link? And I used the mummy oh. as my my uh, bench, my example of Evie being the main character protagonist, sure. and R- Rick being the hero, but Evie being the one who goes on the journey. Sure. To to present a Zelda movie in that fashion as well. You know what? J- just based off of that, um, that's that's not a bad idea. Uh, so she's the main character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I would probably want to do something, right? Because it's if it's the Legend of Zelda, right? Um, to, to, to make it her movie. Yeah, uh, I'd actually probably have something happen where because uh, I like doing things like this. Um, she's actually shifting Slaughterhouse Five style Ooh. between a bunch of different plots. So. Zelda in all the different games and all the plots that have been mm-hmm. is her and 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 uh, oh so like a I mean like a cloud atlas kind of like yeah. shifting through time and space but it's always her it's it's not like it's not just a reincarnation of her like right. she was just she was just dealing with Link over over here and and he was a small child and mm-hmm. now over here he's an adult and she's captured by Ganon <laughs> and what uh, it, right and and uh, uh, it keeps shifting back and forth like that some sort of displaced time and space situation yeah interesting okay well I, I suggest everyone go check that out go check out the episode uh, obviously it's the episode before uh, if you look at Studio Demands it you can hear hear our our episode for that but also checking out a silent protagonist over on another Zelda podcast and. I want to thank all of our new listeners because we had a major spike doing this crossover. So we actually uh, had a big boom of new listeners trickle on over here to check us out. So well, welcome. Welcome. Uh, go go listen to the non-season finale episodes. Yeah. <laughs> They're good, too. They're good, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, how do you well, – okay, well, here we are. This, this is our fin- final episode of season one. So today mm-hmm. we are going to look back. At all of our episodes, yep, and and we're going to discuss whatever parts we can remember, yep, yep, <laughs> and most importantly, we are going to be hearing from you, the listeners, and hear what you have to say. Where did we succeed? Where did we fail, Jim? Let's jump on into this. How do you feel about season one of this show? It's great. It's the best season of all of the, the seasons season. of of any season of anything. 
it's it's the best thing ever created. It's oh well, wow, that is I I respectfully disagree. Come at me, come at me, bro. A- <laughs> at Jim, at Tubac Wax on. Let Tubac him know. Wax on. Let him know. You got that- nothing. <laughs> Um, I this this was a fun experiment that has grown into something I've really enjoyed doing. Me too. Uh, we like I say in our intro, we we would have done this anyway. So <laughs> yes, we, we talk about this stuff. Uh, there are times we hang out and I we're think, like, I think there, there's a couple that maybe we wouldn't have. Like to be honest, I might not have ever said, "Hey, what would you do for another cannonball run?" <laughs> without the 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 premise of the, this, the fact that. You went there was pretty spectacular. Yeah, though. you're like, oh, or, let's, uh, let's think weird here. Or the, uh, I don't, I don't know if I should mention the, the. I think the episode that got hacked because we did. Yes, uh, as far uh, as regrets are concerned, we yeah. did lose an episode yeah. this season, which was an episode. Uh, I guess Jim, we might as well tell him. Yeah, right? Jim, Jim, your demand. My my demand was make a new Spawn movie, or, or was it reboot? I it, forget. It was a new Spawn. It was it was, it was a new one. Exactly. So, it was, so it was a reboot. Yeah, yeah. it was a. Uh, uh, and it was amazing. We made the best Spawn movie. It's so and you sad. Will never, oh you will God. never hear it. The episode was cursed. Like it was. The, the memory card filled up because I forgot to empty it. And then we ran out of battery power. And then it, <laughs> then it, uh, uh, there was just like one thing after another. The whole, oh, and, yeah. and we, we started over because Spawn yeah. was the second idea for the night. That's right. Because we yeah. started the episode and about, I don't know, 10 minutes in, I'm like, I hate every bit of this. <laughs> we're, and you thought, you're like, yeah, yeah okay, so we're going to keep I'm like, no, stop. I literally don't want to do this episode. <laughs> I cannot talk about this for an hour. We need to start over. Yep. Uh, I, I, and I saved the intro because that was pretty solid with your fake middle name, whatever mm-hmm. it might be. And we just jumped in with the demand being spun. And then we lost it. Like, yeah. I, it was just a mess from the whole get. I couldn't believe it. Um, I was very sad to do that because we put the effort in, we put the time in and, and just, and now it's, it's not there for you guys to enjoy and yeah. listeners to enjoy. Um, but you know, Todd McFarlane will never know what we might have what done. Would we have done Todd? Yeah. Call us up. I'm sure we can remember some of yeah. this. <laughs> we'll, we'll do a private episode. That sounds, Ooh, that sounds weird. That's a, a, a champagne room style episode, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> Just us dancing slowly for him as we <laughs> while talking about Spawn. <laughs> so, Spawn, right? Violator. Ooh, <laughs> that's uh, that's gross, and I don't want to do it. <laughs> I do not consent. You know what? I'll do it. Okay. So if, if it gets us the job, I'll do it. I love the commitments that you have there. Uh, so yeah, this 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 uh, this idea is throwing it out there. It lined up perfectly with six five as this budding network of content that, that needed shows that David was so willing to and excited. Uh, he he wanted to work with us, so mm-hmm. the fact that he opened the doors for us and gave us this platform uh, gave us an excuse to to put our creative hats on, our thinking caps on, if you will, and and uh, and do this show. And it's been a lot of fun. The the engagement has been a lot of fun hearing from the listeners. Yeah. That's that's been a, a great part of the, the studio names and yeah. and uh some some of you have, have had some fun with us in sending your demands and, and we appreciate that. We're uh, at this point we have we have more we have so many that we, we have options. We have we don't Excellent. know forever. I want to reach a point where we could never get to them all. It would be nice, yes. Yeah, and, and and we'll just, you know, season two, we have some ideas for little, little mm-hmm. things we're going to try. And uh, something I might 
might consider. Because we, we will continue to shove our own ideas in there yes, as well. Yes, occasionally we will have a like, nope, we're doing Lone Ranger. Here we go. Yep. Uh, but something I might I, I, I'm considering for season two is uh, maybe one of the episodes we will list five or six maybe by title and short description and say which one of these should we do? These these are five oh, like, demands like, we received. Now the audience gets to pick. Oh, like at, like demands. like at the end, like which one should we do? So then, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So because we did something similarly with that with uh, Fantastic Beasts when Leah picked our episode for mm-hmm, us, mm-hmm. and she did that again with Ace Ventura three, where she picked the episode for us. Yeah. So that that little experiment of like here are some demands. Which one you our literal audience in front of us? What do you want to hear? Yeah. I think that'd be great to throw that out to the listeners in season yeah. two and just say, "Well, right, it's it's like a little version of, of how it's actually done." Yeah, tons of scripts come in, a slush pile is made, and somebody narrows it down to a few, <laughs> and then some other executive comes in and pulls one out of those twenty and do this. Yeah, yeah, I think that uh, that could be fun, and we we do have some other fun little things we're going to try for season two. So so stay tuned for that aspect. Of, of the show, uh, but let's let's just start looking at, at what our season was because I'm sure you are forgetting some of our episodes. I know that I've forgotten absolutely nothing, but I oh, think we should go over it as if I did for for the audience. Well, I I am. We did get. Uh, I, I threw it out to our listeners. Uh, I hit up a couple of uh, Facebook groups I'm in just to get some feedback. And what I what I ended up getting. Was I, I created a poll on, on a fan mm-hmm. group or a, a Facebook group that I'm in? I, I saw one of those. I did it in two. Okay, and I threw it on my own personal site, uh, Facebook page, to get a an idea of what which one of our which one of our ideas would be a success, and also from our listeners, which one did they like the most? Sure. And I cannot believe we had almost two hundred. Oh, votes, that's awesome! Almost. A hundred comments from people. Like I, I couldn't believe it because great. David will tell us our numbers. Like, hey, people are listening. And yeah. that's, it seems weird to me. Yeah. But then to actually get real engagement, so much of it, I was like, yeah. I, and so I've, I've broken this down. I have our, uh, I've, I have all our episodes. I have comments for all of our episodes, and then I ranked them from our least successful to our most successful. Excellent. That, that, so, that's. That's ultimately the information that I want to have. Well, <laughs> from <laughs> from the perspective of the studio demanding things, we mm-hmm. we've basically created a test for the marketability of some of our ideas, mm-hmm. and there are a few that I really like that the audiences did not want. <laughs> at least, in yeah. Our, in I, our I I did note uh, uh, as I was going through the one poll, I saw there's a lot of why why are you people choosing that one <laughs> of all things? Why? <laughs> Um, a couple of smart asses adding to yeah. the list. Uh, uh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's going to happen. It's the internet. I, I do want a Batman Beyond starring Michael Keaton. But that oh, wasn't yeah. one of your options. No, we didn't do an episode yeah. on that. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so we we kicked off our show with Die Hard 6. Um, you had not seen 5. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember how we conceptualized this? It, yeah. It, it came down to a... Um, uh, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead yeah. reprising the role the, uh, of Lucy. Uh, his, his Lucy. Yeah, Lucy uh, is is the one who's stuck in the building, and um, um, Bruce uh, John 
becomes the the Carl Winslow stuck outside. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> and uh, we brought Justin Long back for them to argue about it. We really an, an empowering film for her mm-hmm. and some some good amount of of, of love for that idea. Um, a couple of comments like uh, uh, let's see, we have uh, Candace saying like um, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Die Hard, yes. Um, a couple of other people saying uh, that that did like that idea. Um, and I stand by that one. Even though that was our very first episode, we did it as a beta. I know the audio on it. It's, a, great. it's a solid idea. It's yeah, well, thank you. Um, I think we we developed. It's great to start out so strong. In my opinion, we started <laughs> out strong with that first yeah. episode because it set it set a good momentum for the rest of the season. Yeah, and and basically gave us our format. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we something we've. I don't know if I've said on the show. I can't remember. I know I say it all the time to you. I love how different every episode feels. <laughs> Where like we finished an episode, I'm like, that might be my favorite episode. Like, that was so much different than than what we had done before. Yeah, and uh, and kicking it off with with the diehard idea with Mary Elizabeth Winstead playing the lead, uh, curbing and basically benching John uh, Bruce Willis because he's not going to want to do it anyway. Come on. <laughs> um, I really liked it, and I still think that movie could exist. I don't think there's anything that exists as in the Die Hard franchise as it is, that we couldn't write and pitch that idea and actually see it come yeah. to existence. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, and then we followed that up with the Universal Dark Universe. Yes. And this was great as well because it was we completely disagreed yep. on our second episode. We were yep. like, no, this. And I'm like, no, this. And you kept fighting me. I was like, Monster Squad. Monster Squad, they're the characters who are in every movie – the monsters uh, change it, and you were like, "No, no, uh, no!" How do we make an Avengers-style universal dark universe? And I, I, it's so much just Avengers dark. Ah, <laughs> uh, like what? What we ended up pitching well, for our, our climax? I think. Uh, I think my my favorite. Because uh, because uh, if I remember right, we we kind of had two or three. Uh, uh, Variations there. My my right, favorite right, right. is is really um, they, where they they kind of team up and split into two different teams that are fighting each other. Yeah, two different monsters. Yeah. Groups. So so yeah. if anything, it's it's Aven- it's Avengers versus Avengers. True. Yeah. And uh, like a yeah, Civil War, if yeah, you will. I, I wouldn't mind seeing. <laughs> no, not like Civil War. Like 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 different. Well, since we recorded that episode, we have seen the trailer for The Invisible Man. Have you seen the trailer? For I this? have not seen it. Uh, Blumhouse is doing it. Um, okay. Uh, Elizabeth Moss is starring. It's it's a very it's a low budget because Blumhouse doesn't make big oh, budget. I haven't seen the trailer. I've I've seen uh, like uh, posters and, and okay. stuff. And Am it's I still popping. And it's a. What's that? Am I still popping? I realized I kind of threw that at the mic, and I'm no, no, to, you're fine. I'm, you're you're, you're, pulling, you're pulling screen back from from the the, the tech of the episode. We're looking behind the curtain. Yeah. You're you're not popping. You're doing great. Just okay. keep it to the side of your face. All and right. You're, and, and I'd, I'll fix it in post. <laughs> your momentum. But we've gotten The Invisible Man. Uh, it's a relationship thriller is what it looks like. She, yeah. She swears her ex-boyfriend has turned himself invisible and is now stalking her. It, that's a really great co- concept for yeah. reimagining The Invisible Man. The only thing that doesn't make sense, and maybe it's because I'm thinking too grandiose and too cinematic universe and too superhero-y. Yeah. I don't see how that ties in with... The rest of 
the things they've done. They might be abandoning it, right? They might just that's, be like, yes. let's just do something with these properties. Yes, I um, think I think that's what's happening is that there's like, okay, fifth time's the charm here. <laughs> if they've released Invisible Man to be produced by Blumhouse and they're doing this very low-budget thriller, real-world-ish uh, horror movie mm-hmm. uh, and they want to do all of them like that, now we're talking. If we're talking no big mm. booming tentpole, uh, get sure. all the star, get Johnny Depp, get Javier yeah. Bardem, get Angelina Jolie, all that's out the a window. The city is destroyed. Yeah, forget all that. If we're just doing a real small, intimate horror ver- like horror versions of Blumhouse sure. versions of all of the, mon- the Universal monsters, even if they never team up into some sort of Monster Squad movie. I like I like that. Like, can you think about the the Blumhouse good Blumhouse Get Out? Yeah. Uh, um, I cannot think of another good Blumhouse movie. <laughs> I recently saw Upgrade, and that was that oh, was yes, that was pretty good. That's a really good one. Um, to think of how how would they do Frankenstein? How would they do the Mummy? How would they do the Wolfman? I think that the 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 uh, Bride of Frankenstein, the, the creature from the Black Lagoon. Actually, we got the creature from the Black Lagoon. It was Shape of Water. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it, I'm, it's not our idea. And I, I think I would much rather see – I'm interested in what uh, The Invisible Man's going to be. Sure. Unfortunately, the trailer tells you the whole damn movie. Yeah. So well, I don't have to waste my Invisible money. Invisible Man, it, it's a it's – so some some of these concepts like the Invisible Man, you kind of if you're going to get audiences to go see it, you kind of have to tell them everything. It's it's yeah. not really it's like, hey, come see come see this guy who's not there. Look look at Yay. this screen where there is not a person. <laughs> well, we we I'm okay with that. Uh, trying to sell it to the dumb dumb people, but I don't I don't want to watch the trailers. Warm me heads up at the front of the trailer. It says this spoils the whole movie. <laughs> watch at your own risk. Someone did comment on our Universal Dark Universe movie oh, yeah? uh, episode uh, that why don't we just make a new League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? I mean, that can be a demand, and I will. I have things to you say. Have ideas, okay. Um, uh, I well, know Alan Moore um, would be, love fair, his work to be adapted. I'm sure he would. To be fair, that that's the thing is, I'd, I'd basically just be more of a fanboy about it. Is I would. Just rant against the one that was the made. one we got, which is and fair because a, a couple of these movies and then try episodes. to just remake. Like I would just Zack Snyder Watchmen remake <sighs> League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, like he did based Dawn on of Dead. Uh, like he did Watchmen. Oh. Just I would use the comic as my uh, storyboard, uh, yeah, as my storyboard, <laughs> and just well, hey. HBO's Watchmen right now is killing it. So yeah, if they I, wanted, I heard nothing but good things. If they want to adapt League of Story and Gentlemen in that, on that capacity and level, do it. <laughs> oh, oh, I just had an idea. Well, you should pocket that idea because we're no. Gonna... I gotta say it right okay, now. Everyone's gotta right, know. Here we go. I think <laughs> if I think if League of Extraordinary Gentlemen was a thing that was like continuing to go yeah. to go, like. I would say 50 years from now, the league for this period of time, oh, okay. John Wick would be one of the characters. <laughs> <laughs> He's not literary. Come on now. Well, the, char- the, the league from now would not be literary. Well, wouldn't they, it? We'd have they would Katniss, be, be Harry cinematic, Potter. Uh, who are all cinematic characters. Bella Swan. Gross. <laughs> I hate this idea now. <laughs> okay, moving on. We, the next episode, it was The Expendables, which was... It's an amazing idea. Oh it's my still God. so I, good. I'm so glad that you were I think that's, you were that's like board. my vote. <laughs> What's the best yeah. of our 20-some 20, 20 episodes is the is the expendable. Like, I, I actually, I like 
all of them. We we are we we did some good stuff, and I want to see them all. But I think the Expendables one is probably like the the most bankable that God. has the most Ugh. possibility it's, to it. As much as I saw, we came with Die Hard, and I'm like, I want to write that. I want to see it made. Uh, the Dark Universe. I was like, that could be cool. Expendables. I was like, somebody do this. Then yeah. Why wasn't this what we got? Yeah. And and it was an anthologized Expendables mm-hmm. that. Every movie it's is, is its own movie, a, a rotating cast like American Horror Story, and you can die, like kill these characters. Yeah. Let's see Stallone die as the hero in one and be the villain in the and next. Just, and just it. chew up that death scene. Oh that would be God. so good. The, and we, it was one of those situations where we talked for another hour after we stopped recording, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, a cowboy western Expendables, yep. a sci-fi to Mars Expendables, yep. a, a, a burning towering inferno Expendables. Oh, it'd be so good. <laughs> uh, and that and that one got a lot of love from. Uh, from our listeners, which I was pretty happy about. Um, that uh, it, I, I feel like Expendables as a, a franchise title mm-hmm. that you could start over. Like, okay, yeah. this is the the Expendables presents Mission to Mars, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. whatever you, whatever subtitle you want to give it. Yeah, uh, it's some. They could still do this. Stallone, come on, man. Yeah, call us up. Let us help you on this. <laughs> yes, please. Ah, man, just the, the catchphrase. Anyone who's listening, if you know someone. If you know Stallone. Connect connect the dots, people. <laughs> Let's make this happen. Come on, we all have to help each other out in this life. And, and if you can get us to make the Expendables anthology, <laughs> I, I really, I'd thank you. Yes, <laughs> it would be a truly genuine thanks. Uh, and then we, episode four, we had a, a very obscure idea from Jim. Uh, you demanded a cannonball run. I did. And... I, one of my favorite comments of um, of, can, of that episode in particular came from, let me just get this up here, uh, Monica. Monica said, I don't know what Cannonball Run is, but that cast sounds promising. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Monica, uh, for, for listening to that episode. And, yeah, that was that – was, we've, we've referenced that that episode quite a bit, that I, mm-hmm. like how we conceptualize Cannonball Run and the casting and – the direction and I learned something since then. Okay. Uh, the cannonball run. It's not just a fun name. It's an actual race or it was, it was an actual race. Oh, um, uh, uh, back, back in the day. I think it, it was like a uh, legit from, uh, real life. Yeah, it was. A, it's a, it's oh. based on a real thing. And it, and do it, your I research, believe, studio. I believe, yeah, <laughs> I believe it had to do with uh, 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 moonshining. Uh, 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 what? what Bootlegging, yeah, yeah. The, what's the word though? Run, uh, running, bootlegging, uh, rum running, rum running. No, that's pirates. Hooch smuggling. Uh, some I can't remember the dang term. Cannonball running. Cannonball running. <laughs> we got some of that Mountain Dew or White Lightning across the border. Here yeah. we go. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, so that, that's uh, what it's originally from. So Could it's there... it's not quite the sort of generic Mad Mad. World, mm-hmm. uh, wacky races type thing. Oh, we man, originally we railed finished. on rats, ra- rat race. It's because it's, it's, it's uh, so all of all of the people in that movie are wonderful people. Yes, but that's not a good movie. Rat race is not a good movie. We will rail on it again. All these many months later, yes. stop liking rat race. <laughs> is there a biopic Cannonball Run? Not about the movie, but actually about the le- the legit. Oh, that thing. I don't know. To do like a. Period piece. There might be a documentary. Uh, I, I, I'm pitching that as something to, to create. Could, mm. could I? 
you always say yes when I could you fathom a biopic <laughs> cannonball run? Impossible. <laughs> Have you seen the National Lampoon biopic that Netflix made? No, I want to do. It's really great. And it's very meta and they make fun of themselves about making a movie about Nice. Like, we know none of these actors look like the actors who play who were actually in these things. Shut up. <laughs> Having a cannonball run period piece biopic that's as wacky <laughs> as the actual cannonball run would risk being awesome or year zero <laughs> or year one. Year one with uh, it was Harold Ramis movie. Oh, it was oh yeah, Michael yeah. Sarajek. Like it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, a biopic cannonball run would be interesting. Actually, that that kind of segues nicely into episode five. Excellent. Which was the Lone Ranger. I didn't know oh, the Lone Ranger is based on a real person. Oh, a black man. Hmm. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, it was it loosely, um, loosely based on. Um, oh, now I'm going to forget his name. Bass. Um, not not Lance Bass. Uh, <laughs> that is definitely um, not. Um, Actually, we had a comment from Martin. An R-rated Lone Ranger about the real person it was based on, Bass Reeves, Bass Reeves. would be amazing. And uh, so Bass Reeves was uh, the the actual Lone Ranger, mm-hmm. and I didn't know that he was uh, he was a bounty hunter, and he was one of the few bounty hunters that could successfully go into Indian territory to uh, recover bounties. That's amazing because white men didn't want to slash were not. Welcome. <laughs> so uh, there. why did they waste their time doing Wild Wild West and taking Jim West from the TV show and making it Will Smith, much to the chagrin of early internet trolls, oh. and not just make a Lone Ranger with Will Smith? Well, oh. so uh-huh. so I have I have feelings. I have I have uh, uh, thoughts. You love so the Wild Wild West. I do. Oh my Wild gosh. Wild West is a great concept. It's uh, uh, so all the gadgets and everything, all the steampunk stuff from the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a, a big part of the the original TV show, and that's what they were hoping to play up in the movie was this kind of sci-fi western thing, you, you know, like like James Bond with Q and all of these right, right. things, uh, cowboy western James Bond. Yeah, um, and that because that could be a, a lot of fun. It, could, could, it could it could uh, ignite the imagination, right? It can it can spawn a whole uh, uh, world. Unto itself. Yeah. It um, did not. No, it did not. <laughs> um, but the, the Lone Ranger we ended up coming up with, which this was this was neat because we did that one. I can't remember if I, I picked it because it was after Cannonball Run. And we were halfway through the episode and we felt like we had, we had reviewed the Gorbinsky one that we got. We kind of mm-hmm. poked holes in it. We complained about what they had done. And um, – we took the break and we came back and I said, okay, studio's out the window. Disney dropped it. We're still on board, but but Disney's not doing it anymore. We now have carte blanche. Let's go rated R. Let's go Let's go horror. Let's yes. go uh, Lovecrafting. Let's get nuts. And what we ended up coming with, up with was a trilogy of B-movies that ended up meeting the demands that Disney probably would have had. We would have had to scale it down to PG-13, but I really like the law. And you even said it was one of those conversations that kept going after the fact. We were like, hey, you know what? Scrape off the barcode. We'll make the, the lone yeah, stranger. I'll, I'll we'll, do it. We'll I, make I this still movie. will, by God. Weird West, gosh darn it. Yeah. <laughs> I want it so bad. 
that that sticks out as as one of my favorite episodes because I think about that one often, like like Lone Ranger, the horror Lone Ranger we came up with. Yeah. Uh, and followed up after that I actually, with I, oh, go ahead. I also I really like Lone, the Lone Stranger, the Lone Stranger <laughs> where we just scrape the barcode off and well not only that but then you can do like you can do some crazy stuff and then once you once you taking that off and oh man like well, having a, why is he a stranger what's he a stranger yeah. to what's going on because then he would have his own mysterious past if we're if we're the, scraping barcodes yeah. off then we could get like a a, a public domain like Zorro in there for him to like meet up with oh yeah. And, and, oh, and other like, I don't know, like that that uh, uh, having steampunk elements <laughs> and <laughs> having him run into Edison or something like yep. as a villain, <laughs> of course, because he was a villain. I think I, if I'm remembering, because we made it robots was the third thing he went up against was machines. Did we make Edison the villain in that? I think we did. Sounds right. I, f- I feel like we did. I I definitely didn't have the time to go re- listen to all these episodes, <laughs> so I apologize. Um, Batman v Superman. There it is. Oh my gosh! Which has one of my favorite quotes that I should put on a T-shirt for merchandising for our fans. Which is Jim saying, "After all was said and done, and I went on Batman v Superman for an hour, you just said, you know what? I think the studio just knew what they wanted because <laughs> I came in <laughs> with way too many ideas. I had thought this all out for years because I hate Batman v Superman, yeah. Donna Justice." So I already knew what I wanted to say. There was no like meeting yeah. demands. It was like Jim, so you were gonna you sit you were gonna sit here for an hour and listen to me make up a, a Dark Knight five. Here we go. <laughs> and you took yeah. it like a champ. Yeah. Because I had a couple ideas that I, I still like. Yeah. Uh, I don't even just, remember what they are. I don't even care. It was just it was just give me Justice League now. <laughs> That's really what it was. Um and and so Batman v Superman as as our conversation months ago, uh, back in April, is it's cycled back around with the freaking hashtag release the Snyder Cut. Shut up, okay? Shut up. Just, is that a is that, that a thing? You don't know that this is a I don't, thing. I don't know. Oh, about things. It'll, it'll probably still be a thing by the time this episode's released. <laughs> but Zack Snyder is just feeding his fan base with like uh, screen grabs from his cuts and, and production. I'm rolling. I'm rolling my eyes right now. I can I hear you roll your eyes. <laughs> production stills from his version of the film. And he even tweeted, what, what does that mean? How how are how can they be so juicy that like oh that it's just it's just going to look like the movie? How does it not look like the movie we got? He he is just feeding his rabid fan base to the point where like at Comic Con New York they had fans had raised thousands of dollars to put up billboards that said hashtag release the Snyder Cut. Uh, bus shelters release the a plane flying by release the Snyder Cut. Mm. Now to their credit. They also raised hundreds of thousands of dollars for suicide prevention, which is amazing. And that's that is I'm I'm not discrediting the charity aspect of that. That's that, especially for what Zack Snyder's family went through. But that said, stop it. The, the, how, I, I have was, I have a terrible joke. Do it. What was it? Was it to prevent the next Suicide Squad movie? <laughs> suicide Squad prevention. Yeah, it's James Gunn. It's gonna be. It's gonna. No, be. it's yeah. It's gonna be good. The so, next David. Sorry, it is off color joke. Had to <laughs> had to get that in there. The the if the Snyder cut was so good, we would have gotten it. Okay. I I think he's. So I I have a cynical theory. Oh, as to why it's happening. I'm very cynical I, about Zack Snyder. I well. think uh, uh, he's doing that because. My guess is uh, now. I haven't I haven't 
kept up with what's going on with Snyder in a, in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but my guess is his career is not doing so hot, so this is one way to stoke the flames. It's working because his fans would not shut up about it. The, the mm-hmm. hashtag release to Snyder Cut just keeps – and it's being fueled by Gal Gadot and Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill and Jason Momoa saying, yeah, I've seen – like Momoa is like, I've seen it. It's great. You haven't seen it. It doesn't exist. <laughs> Snyder released a, a, a picture on his uh, face or Twitter where it was like the film cans. Yeah. And it said uh, JL, JL, uh, ZS. And he's like. It's not even possible because he didn't film the whole do, thing. Does it exist? Yes, it does. No, it Release does. the Snyder Cut. No, and, and you know what, Zach? And any of you fans out there who are like, I want to see it. If those film cans are legit, show me a second photo from a different angle. It's not a real thing. Shut <laughs> up. I'm so angry, Jim. And this is the same sort of anger Second I had. shooter, grassy knoll. <laughs> um, I, no, no. Honestly, okay, here's, here's you know what? Those movies weren't so amazing that I'll, I'll watch. I'd watch that. Go ahead. Release it. I would I'll release it. it. I, I'll say I have I'll two things. It. I have two things. A, it probably <laughs> like, does. Like it's, like it's a threat. Like yeah. I'll, I'll watch I'll some I'll of it. freaking watch I'll it. I'll watch it. I, it exists. We're going <laughs> to get it. And you know how we're going to get it? The Snyder Cut has been released, and if you want to see, you can see it exclusively on HBO Max. Subscribe today. That's how we're going to get it. We're not going to get a theatrical release. It's not going to be released on Blu-ray for like a year. They're going to release it, much like the Donner Cut, which is a me- like is cobbled together from what Richard Donner wanted to do mm-hmm. for Superman 2. We'll get a Snyder Cut, and you're going to have to pay to watch it on HBO Max. That's my theory. I know I'm not alone in that. I well, and I, I you said it. You said it like really. Really, like you were really mad about that, but this is all one big marketing strategy. But that's that's how that's how it's gonna happen. Like it's, it's it happens it happens with everything else, and we don't have a problem I'm angry with it. about it. <laughs> and I have, and we got comments. <laughs> and we got comments. It's like when you were saying Ren and Stimpy off mic yeah. about like. All right, yeah. Stimpy, be a be a wrestler. Go for it. I like you. Thank you. That's you not, like me. That's not how this works. <laughs> We got comments on Batman v Superman for that episode about uh, Suicide Squad is worse. That was one of the comments I saw a few times from people who had listened to our BVS complaints, mostly mine because Jim was pretty quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Batman Batman v Superman Dawn Justice is worse than Suicide Squad because Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman deserve better. That's sure. that, yeah. That, Suicide Squad is a mess yeah. of a Suicide film. Suicide Squad is who? Who are these characters? Who gives the credit? Yeah, Harley Quinn, Joker. Yeah, yeah. Even like Joker's like the most known villain in comic book history. If you want to argue that, but like, who cares that we screwed up Deadshot and, and Killer Croc and and <laughs> Diablo? Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman deserved a movie better than they got. They were done dirty, as as the kids say, the and that's why BBS that, yeah. is worse. Yeah. Uh, I, I yeah right the the magnitude of of the problem yeah um, um I sh- should we move on so I stop pro- probably b- before I go and and say something dumb about Suicide Squad like <laughs> like it wasn't that bad <laughs> it has its merits there's probably a fan edit in there something that could make it work but I have I have a feeling it's because I wasn't uh, 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 attached. Like like emotionally attached yeah, yeah. to the story, so I was like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's that's stupid. That's contrived. But look what it came from. BVS. Yeah. <laughs> womp 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 womp. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, Fantastic Beasts. No 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 no. Terminator. We did Terminator today. Now th- we had discussed doing this. We can discuss Dark Fate 
Terminator yeah. came out. Yeah, and we watched it. And we watched it. And sitting there watching it, I was surprised how many of the ideas we came up with were up on the big screen. Yeah. A, 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 a multiple futures, mm-hmm. uh, which I know you had taken from well, the Sarakana Chronicles, yeah. which I had not seen. Um, the the multiple versions of Terminators, uh, like there was there was like the the there's a new John Connor mm-hmm. that was up there, and uh, I am really disappointed that Dark Fate didn't do better because it's a genuinely yeah. good movie. Yeah, I I don't think that movie failed because it wasn't good. I think it failed. Because, oh, you I, said it best. I yeah. think it failed because uh, audiences are just fatigued on yeah. Terminator movies. They don't they don't want to give another chance. It's Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, well, you know, we were hoping. Fool me a third time. Christian Bale's in this one. What's going on here? <laughs> All right, but I'm going to go back one more time. Uh, yeah. we. This was another episode that we disagreed on which direction to go because you yeah. just wanted a ragtag group of well, Terminators. I, I wasn't able to fully articulate what I wanted until the very end of the episode. <laughs> so, like, if you want to go back and listen to Terminator, <laughs> just go all the way to the last, like, 15 minutes and yeah. you'll find Jim's – because I remember you pitching the end yep. and, and I was like, that's the, that's, that's the, that's the one. That's what it is. Minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but the, it, it was essentially it – was, it was Terminator inverted, right? So it was uh, instead of a bunch of humans trying to save uh, this important human from future robot, right. it was a human who had – who has turned on on humanity and is now trying to end it? Yeah. And uh, robots from trying to stop from it. the future are trying to rescue what remains of humanity. It's, that is a solid idea. And you know what? Now that Dark Fate has come and gone, they'll need to reboot it again. So, Jim, I think you'll have a chance. There's <laughs> a chance. I I think the next version of Terminator we're going to see is another show. I don't I don't think we'll see. It's, it's. I don't think we'll see the investment in another feature to fail. I feel like not for another five years. Yeah. I would say at, at least. And when they do that, they're they're gonna. If my guess is, if they try to make another feature, uh, and they want it to be related to Dark Fate, they, they want to build on the franchise. Um, so I feel like Dark Fate was sort of the goodbye. To a lot of elements from the franchise as it's been known, and we're yeah. we're going. It's the last we will see of certain characters or certain faces. Like John Connor, we don't. He's not a character anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, how great was that CG? Uh, Arnold. Mm-hmm. I think probably we can say he's yeah. said goodbye for the third time. Yeah, this time it's for real. Um, yeah, I, I I think the next thing we'll see is a show. I would. I honestly think it would be pretty great, and everyone's available. To pick up Sarah Connor Chronicles, just do a season three. <laughs> Why not? I mean, there's been other shows that have been revived. Sure, like that's that's sort of the trend of especially streaming yeah. services. And, like, and the time the time that's passed can be explained. Yeah, the, with time travel. <laughs> exactly right. So yeah. Lena Headey's not busy. <laughs> yeah, so she just got paid a million episodes to stand in a balcony for for a whole season of a bad season of a end of a series. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think the next thing we'll see is a TV series. And my my sell is, like, pick up Sarah Connor. Like, just pick up the Sarah Connor Chronicles and go from there. That would be my 
ask. Ideas, ideas are swirling <laughs> in my brain. Well, we don't have time for that because we we're talking a, about episode eight, Fantastic Beasts. And where to find them. And, and our new rule that Johnny Depp has to be in every movie that we yes. he was originally in. Yes. Um, so this was uh, this was another one where we reviewed Fantastic mm-hmm. Beasts for quite a bit of the episode and then yeah. dived into to our ideas. Do you have any thoughts like – I, I know I'm kind of like blowing one episode after the other. Yeah, well, we weird. got we got 19 of them to get through. Yeah. Um, um, do do I have anything to like to any say new about thoughts it? since we've, um, we've done Fantastic Beasts? No, nope, I stand by I stand by what uh what we created. Um, yeah. I I I wanted to see less of. Le- I I don't care about seeing old timey versions of what we know about. Harry Potter, right? Uh, uh, Harry Potter's time, young Dumbledore. Young I want to, I want to see more of the world. Yeah. Um, if you want to explore that world with the young Dumbledore, that's fine. Just get me to new stuff. And that original title, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, promised a zoo. Right. Where, where, where Is, are the Fantastic I, Beasts? I thought we were going to have. A magic Doctor Doolittle, and then by the second one, it's like tiny little text. Yeah. The crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah, and and it ended up being like the freaking Star Wars Senate scenes Ugh. for for most of it, just <laughs> talking. And and then and then it was talking like it didn't build itself properly. And, and ah. it's I I I've said it before, and I and in having conversations with people specifically about Fantastic Beasts after the fact, there's a couple of you who listened. Who engaged me in some uh, in my DMs? Uh, <laughs> the Harry Potter books are so dense and so complex, and Rowling did such an amazing job crafting the world. And we got the cliff notes on the screen, yeah, and we got a lot of incorrect things on the screen, and yeah. being be like, "Ah, oh, the book is better." I think J.K. Rowling should write a Fantastic Beast Crimes of Grindelwald novel, and I would love it, yeah, because it all the really ideas good. she put up there were fantastic. And they were adapted really poorly yeah. from a book that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. She's a novelist. I think that should be a novel. You got a train going by, and it's yeah. the Hogwarts Express ready to whisk me off oh, to the finally. magical wizarding world. It's only thirty years late. I guess the letter's not coming. Okay, <laughs> all you out there, are like, what house would you be in? You're thirty. You're not in a house. <laughs> Maybe you're a teacher. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, another one of my favorite episodes of the season Home Alone 3 and and 4 and 4 yep which uh Hello, I'm Max. And I'm Jordan. And I'm here to talk to you about the Top Hat Balloon Show. It's a great show. It's a sketch comedy show that comes out every week. Hilarious things happen in it. You can find us on YouTube or iTunes or on our website at TopHatBalloonShow.com. We have a website. Is this listenable? Oh, is the question Jim just asked me oh, off camera? Oh, oh, I am rude. <laughs> oh God! Uh, this is cathartic. It is nice to go back over this uh, everything we did and kind of um, touch back on these episodes. And if anything, this is a great recap for people to go. Hmm, I want to hear more about that and, and go take a listen. Some of our okay. new listeners might not have gone back and listened. I hope you don't mind that I just put you on no, the spot. No, that's that's fine. Because <laughs> something that happened—that's a good stopping point we had with like episode ten. Because I think from from episode eleven on, we hit a really interesting stride. Yeah, we lost ep- an episode with yeah. Spawn, which was somewhere in the mix here. But 
Um, we had our first guest on the show with Ace Ventura 3 for episode 11. And that was that episode that was Finn. Finn guested on that episode. Oh, oh, like, like, well, because Leah was on a couple oh, episodes well, yeah, earlier. Leah, Leah played uh, our, our peanut gallery a few times. Yeah. But we didn't, we had a legitimate guest on the show in Finn. For sure. Okay. And that changed the chemistry really interestingly. And, and, I, I remember laughing so much <laughs> at recording Ace Ventura 3 and then re-listening to it. And I was really angry, like mean the first half of that episode yep, for some yep. reason. Um, but the I, I think about that was the that was the first time we did an episode where I was like, why doesn't this exist? <laughs> where, where you got angry that, a, that our ideas weren't real. Why didn't the, the Jason Momoa stepdad, like, you don't have to call me dad if you don't want to. And like <laughs> the, the Finns pitch that like that, that animalistic hard banging as a Ventura thing and like yep. Kathy Bates and, <laughs> and Ryan Reynolds just being super handsome and polite. And even though he's get he, they're fighting, he never gets hurt because the healthcare is so good. And yep. uh, f- finding an excuse for why, why would Jim Carrey do this and finding like yep. a message behind it. Like uh, that was, that, I don't know about how you felt about that episode, but that, I, I felt like it was a really good time. It was fun. You know, I, I realize that sounds pretty, uh, generic and, and, and platitude, but uh, no, it was. It was. It was a. Uh, it was. I, I, I would watch that. Uh, uh, Why doesn't it movie? exist? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we followed that up with a back-to-back video game, two video game episodes. Yeah. Uh, first, we did. And now, uh, uh, when I went out and and pitched uh, or put it out for the listener poll of which of these ideas are the best, which is mm-hmm. the, which episode did you like the most? I didn't put the video game episode or the versus episode. Sure. Because those episodes were like a mixed bag of like six, seven ideas. Yeah. Um, and I the the successful video game movie episode we did, um, uh, what was the car one? Um, uh, Spy Hunter? Spy Hunter. And I, stri- I tried to pitch Street Fighter. I went mm-hmm. on and on about Chrono Trigger and you're like, it's too many ideas, shut up. <laughs> and uh, like uh, this, this planned the seed for why we ended up having a crossover with another Zelda podcast, but the, the video game episode, if I, t- anything I took from that is that there should be a separate, there should be a spinoff of studio demands it specifically about adapting video games. That's it. Cool. Like I, I, I walking away from that. Episode, so that's what we're doing after when we finish this episode, right? <laughs> when we finish this episode, we're just going to start the studio this. demands it eight yeah. theater. Yeah. And it's, and it's a, uh, and it's just adapting video games. That's it. Yeah. Because video game movies are awful, as stated by many yeah. a thing. And why? Why are they awful? <laughs> because video games exist as video games. Movies exist as movies. It, mm, it's a whole. They it, do, it but they also they come on. <laughs> there Man, should it, be a it show. Should not be this, that hard. This should be a show. And I'm throwing it out there to six five and 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 David himself because I know he'll, he'll listen to this episode. <laughs> I think there should be. A successful video game podcast is what maybe that's the show name right there. Studio, studio demands a sexful, successful. That's a different game. Yep. You can find websites for that's that. A, that's a whole other podcast. Um, because that that one, I I wasn't the right person to do a successful video game pitch because sure. I'm not really a gamer. Sure. And, okay. And I'm not. Uh, and, uh, honestly, it's same. <laughs> um, my the the meat. Of, of my video game knowledge comes from 15, 20, 30 Nintendo, years Super ago. Nintendo, Super Nintendo, yeah. Sega Genesis, like, yeah. yeah. Side-scrollers. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't speak too much to 
making a, a Silent Hill movie and how accurate those are right. to the franchise. Or uh, like if they were to make a, um, a Dark Souls movie. You wouldn't know if it was good or bad. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, though, that... It should just be hard to watch. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't even know. It's like, <laughs> Why can't watch uh, um, it's, uh, it? That did give us the Super Mario Brothers trilogy, though. It did. Because we, we avoided doing like the big franchises uh, when we did our video game episode and specifically chose to do a Super Mario Brothers episode. And I I really like what we yeah. came up with for Super Mario. Uh so so do I uh, uh, of of what I remember. It's a it's a whirlwind. However, I, I I've been seeing more and more, and I, I still need to catch up on Jumanji. Mm-hmm. And I'm afraid that they might be doing a bunch of what we might have been <laughs> well uh, I, talking about doing. And I I pitched Although it towards like Jumanji. Theirs is more crafted. More more is expressly a video game, right. whereas ours. Is a world. It's a world so, based. Never mind. Uh, it's totally different. Yeah. The whole thing I just said means nothing. I will. I'll delete it from the episode. Excellent. Leave that part in that, <laughs> that, you, that you said you deleted it. Uh, we did get some love for the the Mario Brothers episode, the Super Mario Brothers trilogy, specifically for our casting. Uh, Jordan Post, great cinematographer, uh, he said Jack Black would be awesome as Mario. And yeah, I really like that one. It it's it's funny because Jack Black did kind of delve into this weird leading man territory that annoyed me for like the mid two thousands, like Gulliver's travels and uh, year one, which I complained about Mm -hmm. earlier where it's like, you know what? I don't think Jack Black's very good anymore. I think I'm tired (laughs) of him, Uh, but he's swung back around now with uh, his Jablonski YouTube channel where you just get to see him be himself. (laughs) Uh, uh, The, what he's doing in both Jumanji movies is freaking, it's it's hilarious. So um, having him play Mario, and and base and and uh, what was fun about the Mario episode is you really didn't like my pitch for the was it the second one where they went to the real world or it, one of the what I pitched in terms yeah yeah it was the second yeah. one where I'm like they need to go to New York and and it's a bit Ghostbustery in terms of like the escaping yeah. like yeah you weren't sold on that but uh, I, it's it, it can well, be your temple it, of doom once it came yeah <laughs> once it came uh, uh, became a trilogy I was I was okay with with that element because because it it it, uh, it 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 worked it, uh, uh, for for the the full arc of of all three and, and otherwise that, it, otherwise it just it just felt. Uh, Contrives. Yeah, like, oh, and, and now the video games in the real world. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and pixels ruin that for everyone. But that was one of those episodes where after we finished, we just kept coming up with more mm-hmm. ideas. And yep. I don't remember off the top of my head, we started coming up with like fun casting. Uh, I know we had said Aziz Ansari as Luigi. Mm-hmm. Uh, Finn had tweeted at us that like Dave Chappelle yep. would have made a good Luigi. 90s Dave Chappelle would have made a good Luigi, but yeah. current Dave Chappelle would not make a good Luigi. Um, it would be a it would be a crazy different dynamic, <laughs> very different. Um, but uh, then we followed up with our episode 14, which was Sony Spider Man. And Whoa, sorry, I just, what if okay this, might, this might be terrible? Okay. Yeah. Oh boy. What if Ray Romano was Luigi? Ray Romano? Are you kidding me? Come on. <laughs> 90s Ray Romano, sure. Kurt no. Ray Romano. Kurt Ray Romano's Please, doing, doing... He's doing some amazing things he's right now. Great he's proving that now. he... Yeah, yeah, let's put him back in comedy. <laughs> put him in put a white that, and green plumber put outfit. Put on that green jumpsuit, Ray. <laughs> oh, jeez. Ah, <laughs> oh, crap. 
Raven. Hey, Raven. Okay, so <laughs> Brad Garrett is Mario. Princess is going to save you. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and, oh, I don't want a Mario. <laughs> All right, never mind. No. I told you it might not be a good idea. You were right when you said it was a bad idea, but I'm glad Fine. you said it. Fine. No, I'm sorry. I, I, I still like you. <laughs> I don't. Sony Spider-Man. <laughs> curse you. Curse yes, you, Jim. I did it. Because... I did the impossible. The impossible that you made brand new day a feasible. Not so the, the people commented. Not just not just feasible. Not just desirable. Desirable. You had people commenting <laughs> that you made them like brand new day. Yeah. Damn you! <laughs> I I don't like me for that. It, it it's a terrible story, but really works in that I context. Since thought since thought about it and like mashing together the Spider Verse and not the animated Spider Verse, but the idea of a Tobey Maguire, mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland, Spider Man, and Brand New Day, like that yeah. mishmash of ideas, like the, the almost Groundhog Day idea of like constantly rebooting Spider Man in the midst of a film, like. Damn it. I, yeah. I did not want to like the idea. No, me neither. And, and and literally like a week after we recorded that episode, Disney and Sony worked it out. Yep. And, and we're going to keep getting Tom Holland Spider-Man for at least 10 more years. So we're fine. At least three more. We're movies. fine. We're fine. So uh, uh, maybe, maybe a day will come. But you know what I think happened? We put it out there into the cosmic consciousness that, mm-hmm. that a multiverse – Every version of a superhero coming together to save. <laughs> we did it. We we put that out there. Yeah, and we're getting the CW Arrowverse Crisis on Infinite Earth, where every living Superman is back except Henry Cavill, but that's fine. And <laughs> it's all the Supermen well, he, together. He, he died. Oh, he's, he's he's gone. <laughs> yeah, remember remember in the movie how he died? Oh, that's right. Because Tom Cruise hooked him with a helicopter and he just flew to his death. Yep. Yeah, that really happened. That's how. That's why that movie by. Mission Impossible Fallout so good. Henry Cavill committed to letting Tom Cruise murder him. <laughs> Save me seeing you. <laughs> Your status will help you. You'll be fine. Uh, commitment. That is that is method acting like we've never seen. It is. If only Henry Cavill had a good script. No, I'm not. Gonna, no, you're, you're not second to complain about must of Henry Cavill again. The Sony Spider-Man movie in an, in a multiverse alternate reality where that exists, it could still happen. Yeah, not brand new day, you son of a bitch. But like, oh god, I th- it works now. <laughs> it does work it, now. Oh, I hate that it works, and I hate that I want it so bad. <laughs> you're, you're a bad man. I'm bad. And man. all you fans who are like, good job, Jim. God, I've undermined <laughs> everything good in the world. Uh, you know, I don't want to keep complaining about it because I want to talk about Goonies too. Yes, let's talk about Goonies too. I did not think we really came up with a good idea. No, our boot like bootlegging again. The bootlegger yeah. treasure underneath Seattle. The kids of the adults. I didn't really feel confident about the the idea we crafted. We committed no. to it, and we went the full distance on it. I don't know how you felt about it. Uh, it I it's a little shaky. I'll I'll, I'll give you that. But I I, I think I think there's a, a a solid premise there that I think with you you massage it a bit, and I I think I think it. It's totally a workable idea that would that would do it. really well. Yeah, I, I I didn't love it. I don't know what was what was quite missing for me. But that said, the fans loved that episode. <laughs> like there was a Good. lot of people who not just were like, "Yes, Goonies too," but uh, "Yes, Goonies too" with that premise. Sweet. Um, let me see. I, I bring up a comment here from because it it has a it has a lot of things that that tend 
to being really contrived sequels. I think that's sort of the problem. Like, oh, it's about the kids now. They're yeah. they're kids. They're all grown up, and it's right. It's right. it's like when Leave It to Beaver. Uh, 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 Still uh, the Beaver. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that show. Yeah. Uh, Giovanni Ribisi played Eddie Haskell's son oh, on that gosh, show. Gosh, wow. I remember. Good I remember. Job. Uh, the uh, so uh, Jim Schweitzer, uh, one of our listeners, said, "I've wanted Goonies two for literally decades." Not alone, Jim. Good name, right? It's a great uh, name. Uh, there have been rumors for almost as long, and there's no excuse for not making it. Everybody's still around, and the plot, as you described it, is exactly what I want. So <laughs> the the chasing the treasure underneath the city, the the the, the adults still being involved while the kids are on the adventure. Uh, I I well, guess I didn't give it enough credit. Well, and and it for, I, I think, give us enough credit. <laughs> well, cause, like like I said, we we do all all we sort of do all the things you're, that we complain about sequels doing, right? Mm-hmm. We hit all of the the plot beats that the first one did. We rehash a bunch of things. We say, hey, remember when this happened in the first one? Well, doing it but, again. But we we do try to reinvent them in a in a fun way. Certainly, and there, I think there's the an art we, to homage. We, we gave. Uh, I, I think the, the the best thing we did is we didn't just do it. We're like, oh, it's their kids, and then they're also there. Because honestly, the adults aren't there. They're off on their own B yeah. plot. They disappear. Trying to catch up. It's just the kids. Oh, uh, in our version, yeah, yes, absolutely. They're not on the adventure with them. They're just trying to figure out where the hell their kids. And we utilized modern technology for like the Find My Phone and mm-hmm. why they're they're underground. So the Find My Phone was it work. during the episode or after? I think Finn might have said uh, uh, said. Uh, uh, afterwards, told me uh, drones. Oh, that, that right. They would use, they one would of the, use drones. One of the kids should should be using drones. Is that or, or like a drone or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> a little, just a little handheld one. Like, I'll look oh, ahead. Yeah. There's a booby trap. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I guess I didn't give. I I didn't feel as confident about that. So I don't know why. Maybe there's just something going on outside <laughs> of the recording where I was just. Why was I so angry during Ace Ventura? <laughs> why Why didn't I like Goonies? Um, our next episode after that, I just want to breeze over it, was the yeah. Versus episode, which mm-hmm. had a lot of fun with that one. That, yeah, that, that's the one I recommend to people to listen to. Oh, of, interesting. Of all our episode. I'm like, if you want a taste of a variety of ideas and, and how Jim and I breeze through them, our clip show of, that's, of yeah, a Versus that's, that's episode fair. Yeah. is the one that I that I pitch. Then we did a, a studio demand from one of our listeners that required Jim and I to sit down and watch a movie yep. together, yep. which was The Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. And had you ever seen it? I, I had not. I had seen parts of it. it was a, I'd been on the ride. This, Yes. That one was – that experience was an, another variety in, in what we've done on the show and, and that we had to do research beforehand. Yep. It wasn't just – it wasn't a movie that we had opinions about. It mm-hmm. wasn't a movie that – we uh, the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion wasn't a movie that we I had never even freaking thought of it. Like yeah. I, the only thought I ever had was that I knew Guillermo del Toro was going to do it at some point, um, which uh, which we did have a couple listeners say, you know, that's that's the Haunted Mansion they want. Not that they liked our idea, sure, but just uh, just, uh, just let 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 him do it. Yeah, yeah. The the so from Brad Daniels said the version of Haunted Mansion that Guillermo del Toro was developing. At one point, that's the one I want, um, and I, I can only imagine what that one would have been. But the the other one they had was uh, another comment we had from someone was about Haunted Mansion specifically. Was uh, I didn't know this, but I looked it up and it was true. Guillermo del Toro's was going to start Ryan Gosling apparently, huh. and it was going to be much more House of Horrors and less kid friendly. Sure. 
Um, but what what we did in terms of meeting the demand of our listener who had sent mm-hmm. that in, but also thinking like Disney, mm-hmm. coming up with a fun family franchise that's in the realm of Pirates of the Caribbean, at least the first one. Yep. I had a lot of fun with that episode. And again, yeah, so it, was, it was one of those things where we, we set out to do one and we came up with a trilogy. Well, we we were the, – the, the demand was to oh. set it up to be franchised. Right. Uh, we didn't necessarily have to, but, but we, we did it. We got that ball rolling, yeah. and we and we did franchise it. Yeah. Uh, I, I did get another comment about it was very, and we said this in the episode, so it wasn't like they were they were negging us for doing so. Very much in the vein of Night uh, Night at the Museum, the the museum trilogy. Yeah, yeah. and yes, but you know, not not so similar that would just feel derivative of Night at the Museum because it's it's ghosts and goblins and magic and. Whereas Night the Museum is just like, oh, and this historical thing in the Smithsonian came to life, and mm-hmm. this historic this this exhibit came to life. There's no maybe I haven't seen enough Night at the Museum. Night at the Museum always seemed more like, uh, uh, t- to me, it felt like a weird cross between Jumanji and Mannequin. Uh, that's literally what it is. And if that's what Tom <laughs> Lennon pitched it as when he walked into the room, that's probably how he got a green light. Because <laughs> it's it's Tom Lennon from Rio yeah. 911. It's him and yeah. his writing partner. Who have written quite a few movies you didn't know? Dangle yeah. from Re- yeah, yeah. Reno Nine Hundred One. Go on his IMDb. You'll be like, he wrote ten things. I uh, or how to lose a guy in ten days. That's weird. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> um, but uh, the 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 haunted mansion was was that was a great. We had to do research for it, mm-hmm. and it we did a. Back- I really, I actually really liked that part. I like the 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 refreshing. The, the IP before we delve into it. Yes. I, I, and, do, I really enjoy that. And we will have to do that for some future episodes. Yeah. And uh, we – and in, in hinting and in teasing you guys, you listeners, at some fun for season two, I have some ideas for that as well. Uh, but <laughs> we had to go back-to-back back on research because then we did a, we did yes, a we studio did. demand that you hadn't seen this movie. Nope, I hadn't. God damn it. I wish we had recorded us watching this. <laughs> this was so freaking fun. Face off. Yep. We so we got the studio demand to do face off to almost literally the same time it went out to the Zeitgeist that yep. they are gonna do a face off reboot. But we this was such a specific demand and boy did I feel like we met it. It wasn't just face off two starring John Travolta and Nicolas Cage. We had to have China as a major setting. Yep. And Sean Connery had to be in it for some reason. Do you remember? Oh yeah. And, yeah. and we made it we made it Caster Troy's dead and yep. we made him Oh my god. <laughs> that researching it watching it with you was so fun <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a heck of a movie oh my god the the baseline drop I want to take his face yes oh oh face face it Jim we're going to take his face away uh, no. so, <laughs> how many times during the week I'm like what are they doing right now what, what just happened Don't, just trying to get you to say yeah. well, let's take his face off ah I got you <laughs> Um, what the, the most dumb... memorable part to me was the the uh, the proto Seinfeld bass drops. <laughs> Which, yeah. if if anyone listens to the completion of our episodes, I started putting Easter eggs. Like oh, I started yeah. putting post credits, nice uh, little things I did with Han and Mansion where we couldn't remember Madame Leota's name, so I put her. Uh, come again soon. Right. You'll be back or hurry back. See, I can't even get that right yeah. now. <laughs> hurry back. Hurry back. Um, for face off, I put our discussion once we'd finished <laughs> recording on. Um, but uh, it's it's 
that, that one was that was a very specific demand. I felt like we met it. We had a lot of fun with it. Uh, great audience feedback on that one. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I it was just is is fun fun all around between watching the movie and then talking about the movie and after then, the fact, yeah, yeah, and then making imagining a, a, a another one. A it was sequ- like. A sequel to that movie <laughs> is so preposterous. <laughs> but we did it. it was, we yes, did it. Yes, we did. It's such a dumb movie. Yes. Come on. I know people love Face Off and like have fun. It's such a it's dumb movie. It's really so dumb. 90s. It's so dumb. Travolta's the worst. Yeah. When you make Nick Cage look like, oh, you're reminding me why you will have an Oscar, Mr. Nick Cage, because Travolta's <laughs> so bad. But it, I'm sorry to be so like such a Travolta hater, but my God, that Face Off is so dumb. <laughs> they would never make a movie like that now. They are going to no, make they, a movie. They like would that never now. make a movie like Face Off now and not do it as some sort of satire. Send-up. I don't know. Oh my God! Like, like I see those like Red Box movies where I'm like, huh, uh huh. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> Halle Berry has a movie that came out not to theater, just straight to Red Box. Huh. huh. I wonder if that's any good. Probably not. No. It went straight to Redbox. Yeah. <laughs> Face off is Redbox so... exclusive. Oh my god! Just make it. It's 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 at the level of where like where Trey Park and Matt Stone just wanted to make the day after tomorrow with puppets without changing a thing. Yeah, that's what Face Off is. That script is so ridiculous. Yeah, it it's really like, is. Nope, just make it as is. Baseline drop and all. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I've really loved the process of that episode more than Haunted Mansion because we did we did the research we watched mm-hmm. it together we recorded Face Haunted Off. Mansion it it was pleasant to do but Haunted Mansion felt more like work like mm-hmm. I felt like and it felt awesome I wish this was the case it yeah. felt like I was at the office making a, mo- making like, a like, movie like pre producing <laughs> a movie yeah yeah whereas Face Off felt more like like after after you go to like the the uh the dollar theater yeah. and you saw a terrible thing and you and your friends then go to like Denny's <laughs> or IHOP, IHOP or wherever yeah. and you you just just keep riffing about it that, that's so that's good. what it felt like it was oh man that was so much fun and and we we followed it up with another sequel another number two mm-hmm. the demand was to make Men in Black two yeah not the one we got but the, using the stipulations that we can assume were given to uh, the filmmakers of Men in Black, when making two, yeah, uh, to to travel back in time, make that uh, you got a chance to work out your your demons for uh, <laughs> Men in Black International. I did, and uh, and that that one was fun as well. It, that's one of not one an episode that like Men in Black Two is not one I, I think about and go uh, like oh yeah, yeah yeah top of the list top of the list. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's it's funny because I didn't we didn't do it intentionally. It just happened to be so actually do have anything more to say about Men in Black 2 because I'm actually going to jump to the next one. Okay. Uh, which is another two. We went three in a row of, of doing a Face of Off sequels. 2, Men in Black 2, and Princess Bride 2. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And you you were like, we're not doing – we spent half the episode talking about the Muppets. Yeah, And you we know did. what? Fine. <laughs> uh, but the – this actually, it's funny because we're getting like more closer to the ones we've just recently recorded, yep. so I kind of have less to say about them. Sure, but I really love what we came up with for Princess Bride too. So the, do the, I. Like the Muppets itself would be amazing. 
uh, are well, uh, and the thing is, there's no reason both of those couldn't exist. Oh, Muppets, sure. Muppets can totally make a Muppets Princess Bride. They have your permission. Yes, yes, yes. They, uh, 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 and, and then, and then, what we came up with, also, uh, I, I, I feel like. I really want to see. Well, That's one a dumb the, way to say that. But, well, well, yeah. One of the most fun things that happens when we do this show is when we work we, we work out bad ideas. We go in one direction mm-hmm. and then have to segue to another. And we, like, jump over here. And like, oh, that's not working. Uh, and Princess Bride 2 was one of those examples where we – I pitched one at you. It didn't quite stick. You pitched mm-hmm. one at me. It didn't quite stick. And we slowly worked out this idea of how we could make it work. And – Interestingly enough, it it was we sort of <clears throat> beta tested what we ended up doing with Princess Bride two with Goonies two, in how do you tell a story yeah. about the the next generation while still involving yeah. the original generation, and that did not cross my mind as we were recording it. It crossed my mm-hmm. mind when we were when I was Go, going setting over, up yeah. the list and like, oh, what are we talking about today? Um, it's and it's also one of those ideas, much like. Zelda, which uh, The Legend of Zelda, David, David, were like the immediate response is no. <laughs> the studio demands sure. you make this movie. No, no, don't yeah. do that, please. <laughs> um, but uh, the the Muppet version of that, people loved that idea. It's, it's, I, I wish I wish it was mine. Oh my gosh, I, I don't know. It who, belongs to the internet. Whoever was the first to say, whoever sent out that memetic that, that mm-hmm. just spread the way it did. Uh, good for you for for because the internet collectively decided a couple things in this year that we yep. recorded. One, no one wants a Princess Bride remake. <laughs> yep. Two, Epstein didn't kill himself. Yep. And three, the Muppets Princess Bride is a great idea. <laughs> yep. The very three most important things: two of them Princess Bride related, and one of them some some about else. Muppets. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that that one, uh, I wish it was our idea. But at the same time, having fun with that and just discussing our our fan casting. So that that was really fun to do. But what it made me realize while we were doing that, and this would also be amazing, the Muppets kind of they can do that with so many things, and I kind of want to see them do that with so many things. The the only franchise I see doing anything like that, yeah, was I don't even know if they're really doing it much anymore. Is Lego. Where Lego would make oh, Lego certainly. versions of of usually video games, but oh, like, sure. like Lego Le- Star Wars, yeah, Lego yeah, yeah. Batman, and they and they are their own meta narrative. Yeah, like how characters are killed in the games. You're right. <clears throat> the Muppets, they're missing a chance here to see like right, Disney like how, owns them. How ridiculous and amazing would it be to see Muppets Fast and Furious? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Muppets <laughs> Avengers, like yes, just do the Avengers. Yes, don't don't even bother coming up with a brand new story. Nope. Literally make the <laughs> Joss Whedon and, like Avengers mm-hmm. with the Muppets, and then how does that change? Actually, this this is a good uh, uh, kind of a tangent here, but I I figured out how Family Guy did Star Wars. I, I've cracked their code. Blue Harvest, you the mean? Blue Harvest, yeah. yeah. They sat down, assigned roles with the actual Star Wars scripts, and then just riffed when they riffed. I don't think huh. that they sat down and like, okay, then Peter's going to say this. And that. I think they literally just said, be Brian, sure. play Chewbacca. What would Brian say? And it, say the lines as they're supposed to be yep. said, but when you and feel like riffing, would, riff. Yeah. Because uh, 
that, and that's what the Muppets could do. Okay, Kermit's going to be Captain America. Um, Jeremy Renner still plays Hawkeye. Here we go. <laughs> and yeah. when and Piggy is Black Widow. And when they get to like moments, that American Eagle would be would be Ross. <laughs> yeah, Ross. Yeah. And and that's that that is how you do it. You just say like, here's the Avengers script. Go perform it as the characters and riff when when it's necessary to riff. And yeah. and we would have. But the Fast and the Furious with with the Muppets, the, <laughs> the Princess Bride with the Muppets. Like, there's yeah. so many properties that they could play with that we could have ten more Muppet movies. Yeah. Not, th- not that I don't love. I actually just watched Muppets, the uh, uh, Jason Siegel one from 2012 ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, just rewatched it recently, just like a week ago, and it's so good. I, it's so charming, sure. and it's and it has the the meta jokes that. Muppets have always had before it was the trend. Mm-hmm. A, a Muppet Princess Bride would be incredible. Yeah, it really would. So get on it, Disney. What's your problem? <laughs> you own the characters. Do it. Make it happen. Make it happen. <laughs> uh, and and that more or less gets it. Well, there's the Zelda episode that I did with with David, but which I'm super familiar with. With your super familiar. Yeah. That catches us up to our first season of shows. Best do, season, best, or the best one we've done, the best one. Yeah. So I, I wonder, Jim, do you have, do you specifically, are there any episodes that are your favorite episodes? Uh, not, uh, oh, sorry, that's not fair. Not the episodes we recorded, the movies we came up with. Yeah. Is there one in particular, or two, like uh, any number that you're like, ah, why does it exist? I've already shared my feelings. Why does Ace Ventura three exist in this universe? Like, so it, it's really interesting going over the list again, and I think there are several. From the first half, mm-hmm. that uh, let, let's see here, uh, the Expendables. Yes, and, and the thing is, like, like not even necessarily the ones we discussed. Just that concept of it being uh, an anthology mm-hmm. and being able to jump from genre to genre. Just, just make it action and and it action whatever, and then you can go and do crazy things. It just that's exciting to me, and I I I want to see it so bad. Do that. Okay. Um, uh, uh, so, so on, uh, uh, probably on the front end, that's, that's, that's my favorite. Yeah. I, um, I'm glad you liked that. That was <laughs> such a fun, uh, that moment of like, okay, here's my pitch, Jim. It was like five minutes in the episode. It's like done. The studio agrees. <laughs> do whatever you want. Yep. <laughs> it's like, yep. well, we still need to talk for an hour. <laughs> um, and then on, on the latter half, uh, honestly, uh, that, that, the princess bride stuff, like, uh, not, not even the, the, the Muppet, uh, uh, and really, honestly, the uh, the Muppets doing things is kind of the equivalent of the Expendables. Like <laughs> Muppets plus anything, anything. equals gold. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, but but specifically our our I, I, one one of my favorite things is when we take a property, which is no, don't remake this, but mm. now we must. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I I I am proud. Actually, I'm proud of what we came up with for a sequel. To Princess Bride, I feel like it. Um, uh, what was not not homage? Uh, uh, it, it pays it, respects it, to that's, that, yeah. That's what I'm. I'm it's respectful to, to the original. The uh, and 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 while while lovingly attempting to to continue it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and so, even the 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 the, the linchpin to that when you you said because I hadn't even crossed mm-hmm. my mind was when you were like we have to make the title mean something. And I was like, oh sure, my god, you're yeah. right. We we've just sequelized the original but why is it still called the princess bride and once you threw that out there 
the the idea that Humperdinck would be forcing his child into being a like mm-hmm. once that unfolded, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is great. This is there there is a possibility that you could make a Princess Bride to not reboot it unless mm-hmm. it's the Muppets, mm-hmm. uh, not remake it. But uh, honestly, my my favorite part is the the framing convention of. Fred Savage is now older and trying to remember, trying to retell it, uh, be- because that that allows you to kind of uh, uh, do the story, um, uh, uh, refresh it. Yeah, yeah. But but still, kind of lovingly. Om- Did, am I mixing him up? Was that you, was that you, a separate? You're idea going from with the, the one where we literally remake it, and he can't yeah. remember the story. Yeah, I'm talking and, and about. We, we didn't we didn't fill that one out. I still I really like that framing convention. Sorry, <laughs> that's not that bad. might not actually be the best one. I just really like that idea. No, no, no. That we <laughs> you you are. It was the midst of like the popcorn back and forth of like here's an idea, here's an idea. Yeah, um, that idea was good. I liked that one. That was my second favorite in terms yeah. of like actually creating a sequel. Um, the idea that Fred Savage couldn't remember it and he's trying to recreate that felt more like a almost a blazing saddles, young Frankenstein. Making sure. fun of itself, but not in a Deadpool two kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, I like that. I like that. But you're all right. I'm, I'm forgetting the the, <laughs> the the one the studio actually approved. The the studio. <laughs> I mean, I I approved um, it for the studio. The 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 Princess Bride. The having buttercup. That's right. Yeah. Okay, um, I'm remembering. <laughs> it's uh, coming back to me. A- Ace um, Ventura three: The Great White North, as we dubbed it, is my the one favorite. that I'm like that should exist. That's the one. Um, Home Alone uh, 3 as the I wish that had been what we got. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Lone Ranger is the one where like, I want to make that. Those are my three kind of like variations of. I think the Lone Ranger would be the, the most fun to make. Um, I feel like it would have the smallest audience, honestly. Oh, sure. That's it. Um, that's, it's, it, it would be a cult following type thing. Yeah, but yeah. It would be something I would totally be about. I, st- I feel... <sighs> Even going over them, and there were some awesome. The first three, man, our first three episodes Die Hard, were so Universal dang strong. Those are ones I want to see. I want to see those. It's it's not. I, I don't think this is very self indulgent for us mm-hmm. to do this episode, and I'm admitting that you know an hour and a half into <laughs> it. But uh, the it's not so much as like these are our, our amazing ideas, and they should. It's when we. It's like we would do before we ever start this podcast. We're like they should have done this. They should have. It's like ah. Standing out inside from my, outside my house, talking about how I would have done Suicide Squad mm-hmm. like what two years ago, and you're like, yep. "Why? <laughs> just do it." The barcode just, off, and just do it. it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the Star Trek in the darkness that that started this all the like, whole thing. Yeah, um, I mean, I, even I would love to do like a, a rapid, like a like a lightning round of like fifty. <laughs> fi- here's a here's a here are fifty that we're gonna do in one episode. Pitch elevator pitch. You get less than you get five minutes or less to tell me how or like fix this in one sentence. Like boom, 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 okay. boom. Like because like I've done. You that know too. what? I, I'll I'll do that by God. But I know how we'll have to record that episode. <laughs> You'll do a lot of editing on the back end. <laughs> Sorry, I got to cut here. I'm cutting you out. No, I'll just have a really I'll have an air horn. Oh crap! Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I right now uh, a perfect example of that is if I would be like. Uh, James Bond Spectre, Monica Belusi's the bad guy in the end. That's how you fix that movie. Like something oh, yeah. like that. Like uh, uh, fixing a, fixing an entire film in just a sentence or a, like, sure. an elevator pitch um, would be would be a lot of fun. But you know what? Let's let's stop indulging ourselves and now let's indulge our listeners. Yes, please. Because again, we had hundreds of votes 
uh, 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 dozens of comments. I, I'm so overwhelmed. I, I can't read through all these comments um, because a lot of them are just like, yeah, this, yeah, this, yeah, this. But um, uh, thank you, everyone who, who commented in the Facebook groups, who co- who tweeted at me, who who didn't tweet at Jim. Thank you so much <laughs> for that. Uh, the the conversations that started in a lot of people's comments was great, where someone would comment, and then there'd start a thread there. Like it was, nice. it was a lot of fun to see how engaged all of you you were in this. But I now want to take our votes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What's what what did what did I do here? I, I created a market like a test market. Sure. <clears throat> do we want to imagine that these movies did exist? And therefore, were successful. Like that's the fantasy, or is this simply these are the movies that people are willing to say they would go well, see if they? So did. now you already know the numbers, but yeah. I I think you still said your favorites, uh, not taking that into account. Mm-hmm. So let's say, uh, let uh, uh, we can, we can do this all kinds of ways. I'm going to say my studio saw all of these yeah. and shelved seventeen or seventeen. Sixteen of them. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to make an Expendables, a Die Hard, and a Dark Universe. Okay, that those those are th- the three uh, that the uh, executive Jim yeah greenlit Jim, Jim Studios said, yeah do that okay what, and, and I and then you greenlit what uh, Ace Ventura three. Um, uh, uh, I would also greenlit the Expendables, but uh, okay, Lone Ranger sure. is a vanity project. Yeah. Okay, those those three are yours. Yeah. So now, uh, uh, we, let's go to the test audience. <laughs> the test. So and we then, we tested all these films, and so a, we we took these six five, uh, uh, and these are the ones that our studio released. Mm-hmm. Let's see how they did. Just or those, how they would have done. Just those ones, and not the whole. Because I can give you the. I don't know. I'm, I'm getting weird with this. No, I, no, no. It, no okay. It's it's more. Like, I'm more like trying to play fantasy fantasy okay. movie. So so where we, it's like so we've chosen the ones that we'll get points for. Right. If they scored well. Okay. So what what did we say? We said the the Universal Dark Universe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. I I said Die Hard, Dark Universe, okay. and Expendables. Die Hard, Dark Universe, and Expendables are the ones you're green lighting. Uh, and I said uh, Ace Ventura three. No, too late. I already said it. <laughs> Which one did you want to put I in? There? St- I think I think Muppets is the Muppets just Princess Bride. It's printing. It, that's just printing money. That, that is just printing money. So I'm going to add it to the list. Um, uh, uh, Home Alone three. I wish we had gotten. Um, okay, so of of our sampling, one, two, three, four, five, six. So our top, sure. our top six, which, which is pretty generous. It's almost half of yeah. what we. Uh, did we so just looking at that now to tell you failure and success of a box office for our, for for, for studio, our studio studio demands at studios presents yep. <laughs> <laughs> Expendables was a bomb. Oh, Unfortunately, yeah. people I don't know if it's because they associated too much with what they already got and just weren't interested. Uh, maybe people were never interested to begin with. But unfortunately, uh, Expendables, the anthology, did not fly well with our test audience. Dang it. Um, only slightly better mm-hmm. was Ace Ventura 3, which uh, I suppose I should have seen that coming. Um, Jim Carrey's uh, Dumb and Dumber follow-up was not good. No. Uh, the Mask sequels are not good. No. So uh, I probably should have expected that oh. even getting Kathy Bates and Ryan Reynolds and Jason Momoa on board – I'd still be looking at not a good movie. It's a it's a pretty specific brand of slapstick, and I kind of feel like slapstick in general isn't that popular anymore. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, it's it's not comedy is is so irreverent now and so snarky that that physical humor. Not that people don't like physical humor, but for sure. the most part, the what people are finding the most funny in, say, the biggest mainstream movies like Marvel movies or whatnot are the remarks. That guy's playing Galaga. Didn't think we'd notice. Like, oh, that's hilarious. Sure. That's not a physical gag. That is a spoken joke. Yeah. That gets you the most laugh. Ah, you know, put a black light in here. Look like a Jackson Pollock painting. That's mm-hmm. not a physical humor uh, joke. Not that they're, again, not that people don't like physical humor, but Ace Ventura style physical humor. Yeah. <clears throat> nah, you're not. Talking out of butts. Yeah, that's not that's not appealing to the, the mass audience. You right get now. that maybe in like a despicable me. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so middle of the road, I, I'd say broke even in terms of what our studio releases were, which I think would be considered success because we pitched it as a lower budget film. Die Hard Six was huh. middle of the road. The the okay. fans, the the test audience accepted Die Hard Six. They didn't love it, but uh, there was. It, it did all right, okay. um, which makes me happy because I feel like it's not a movie that would lend itself to continue a franchise. I think if it was a Die one, Hard Six, I think Die Hard Six, I if just, it only existed, well, I think if it only existed as one and as a broke even kind of film, I would be happy. Sure, I I, I think if it did well enough, you could you could squeeze a sequel or two. Out of that, I don't think it should get six. No, yeah, no. But Lucy McLean getting two or three more adventures. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah, and I'll write it if Mary Elizabeth Winstead wants to call me up. I'll write it for her. Yeah. Well, I'll write it with you, Jim. I, I acquiesce. Oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> uh, so now we get we have we have some successes here. Now, if you remember the other picture ones you've picked here, the Universal Dark Universe, yeah, was a success. S- somehow Excellent. our pitch for a Monster Squad uh, <laughs> Avengers <laughs> style of <laughs> it, I, I I have to t- I how I pitched that that people jumped on board for it. I'm sorry I worded this this way. A a universal dark universe where the monsters are the villains and the heroes in every film are a new version of the Monster Squad was. I'm sorry I undermined your your idea of what this would be. People liked that quite a bit. I the the. It's one of the most successful of of our entire That's season. Not, so, so my problem with that is, it's not the Universal Monster Movies Dark Universe Cinematic Universe. Yeah, it's Monster Squad the franchise. Okay, I, I suppose I cheated in pitching it that way. Um, on one of the sites I put in Monster Squad, sure. and that got the. On another one of the sites, I didn't put Monster Squad. And no one voted for it. it yeah, I, I'm sorry that. Like, no, no, you. Well, I didn't mean to undermine. No, no, the problem is even even in the episode, like I'm, I can see this huge universe. I, I can, I can Kevin Feige this universe in my brain, and it's amazing. Um, and I don't think that explaining it all in one go like that right. sounds that appealing. We need a, a Charlie from. Uh, always sunny board of like no 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 he's over yeah. here and then you do the thing <laughs> and the thing guy yeah. listen to me <laughs> I, Pe- Pepe Pe- Pe- uh, yeah um, uh, the the universal dark universe regardless of the fact that I, I said I put Monster Squad in one of my threads which did get some love the the two other places I posted it there was a genuine interest in seeing a continued Monster Universe done well. That sure. people do want to see these characters done correctly, or not correctly, but done well in a fashion mm-hmm. that that 
they deserve to be done. And I, and I think we just delved on it today and we didn't explore it then was an, a legal extraordinary gentleman. Yeah. Uh, style of doing this is probably it's sort of it's, well no no we did we did we did uh, uh, touch on that in the episode uh, I I thought we did anyway I don't remember um uh, uh, the 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 key though is not going too pulpy heroy making them making them heroes some of them and that that's that's the thing that really appeals oh, to me that we some do the Invisible them, Man that he oh, could yeah. see like ley lines was yeah really it, it cool. was amazing yeah um that some of them be get put into sort of an anti-hero position and the others are just straight up monster villains right. and that's why they end up clashing S- splitting um and, and and it because then it puts them at the front mm-hmm. um and, and yeah i, 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 I what there. the the universal <laughs> dark what's that? I, ran, I ran out of steam. the universal dark universe i at this point because there's so much bad faith in what they did they mm-hmm. tried with Tom Cruise, uh, uh, Jake Johnson, uh, Sophia mm-hmm. Batella, Russell Crowe. That was a great cast. They, they mm-hmm. just made a terrible film. Yeah. There, there could have been a, a chance here to do exactly what you wanted they to made, create. It wasn't even terrible. Was, That's the thing. Yeah. It was subpar. It was it was the a great example of it was a movie. Yeah. And that is not good. Nope. Uh, so I think at this point the, the bad faith in, in, in trying to marvelize uh, the dark universe – now it would be a matter of tricking people into liking it. Yep. To do individual films that then somehow <laughs> tie together. What a novel concept. <laughs> uh, but uh, the next successful film, just a little more successful than Dark Universe, but a success was Home Alone 3, starring Macaulay Culkin, Melissa McCarthy, and Kate McKinnon. Nice. Uh, not Home Alone 4. I did not put that out there for, for the world to vote on. Sure. Specifically Home Alone 3. With well, because you premise. don't get a 4 Unless you, you get, get a three, a three. Um, and people were on board for it, 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 it and that's why I, ah, it's why doesn't it exist? Like yeah. I wish that's the one that existed. Mm-hmm. Was uh, and, and, you know maybe Disney's listening to us and they're going to steal our idea. Do it, Disney. Do it. My Apple phone's listening. Is yours? Uh, yes, mine. Mine is definitely listening. Listening. <laughs> the ads are just going to be all kinds of yeah. Uh, uh, your your license to print money was correct. The yeah. most successful film in all the options that people could have had in our six <laughs> was The Princess Bride with the Muppets. Yep. Not a surprise. We've we've yep. praised it ad nauseum here. But let me let me back up here. Let's let's look at the actual numbers here okay. and go from completely uninterested to the most, the one that people wanted the most. Okay. Did you see which one won nope. the most? Nope. This is a surprise okay. to me because okay. so I, I don't do my research. Okay. So <laughs> we did one list of just going through every episode we recorded and Jim and I talked at length. And then we did another list where Jim and I picked six of our favorites and told you which was the best. And now I'm doing a third list. And this is every movie we did in the ranked order of, of whether or not people want to see it. I'm going to call, I'm just going to split it down in third. So boom. No one wanted to see BVS done again. <laughs> Three people of the 200 plus that voted. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, voted that, or commented. That, that, tell, that tells you something about BVS. W- way too good. Snyder go. Cut! Snyder Cut! No, yeah, nobody <laughs> wants it. Uh, unfortunately, Expendables was next up there. It did not do yeah. uh, very well. Only slightly better was Terminator, specifically the continuation of the Dark Fate. Uh, sure. idea of Terminator using some of the elements that we had approached, which mm-hmm. the way Dark Fate left off, we totally could continue with our ideas, meld the two together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, no one wanted it. Uh, a lot of comments and love for the idea, 
but not enough votes for the Lone Ranger. There were several sure. people who were like, great idea. Honestly, that's probably how the movie we got actually got greenlit. That people were like, Everyone's like, that's a great idea. I like that. <laughs> I'm sure someone will like that. Uh, Ace Ventura 3, not not much love there. And mm-hmm. Cannonball Run, not much love there. So mm-hmm. those, are, those are the bottom one, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Since that's sure. apparently our number on this yep. episode. Yep. Uh, moving to the middle area of like this is this is the the successful the, uh, the ones that broke even the broke the broke even ones. Die Hard Six uh, came up tied with Haunted Mansion. Mm. Uh, the Super Mario trilogy did a little bit better than that. Uh, so th- those are those those are middle of the road. Now we're getting into like some serious votes. People okay. who were like, "Yes," every comment was like, "Give me this movie." Yes, please, I like want ang- this. Angry votes. Yes, like, <laughs> God damn it, give me this movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. The the, the Futurama uh, throwing money. Yeah, take my money. <laughs> take my money. Uh, which I did get two two of those oh, gifts yeah? in two separate places for nice. for take my money. Goonies two. Okay. Plenty of, and definitely people of a certain age who are like, sure. I've been waiting for this for my whole life. Um, I did read the comments earlier that people were like, liked our idea for the episode of, well, of good. Goonies 2, so that'd be good. Um, the Universal Dark Universe is, is there. Is right there. It's okay. the, uh, one, two, three. So the number sixth most voted thing of all of our of movie pitches was the Universal Dark Universe. So there is a desire here. I said yeah. just a moment ago that, that people. I, people do want to see this. And work. so, your idea of of Monster Squad—it's not that I don't like Monster Squad. Yeah. Uh, uh, I f- I just feel like it doesn't satisfy the the uh, the demand of a universal uh, un- dark universal yeah. dark universe. Hey, what, what I um, what I sort I, of did to you was I I um I give me a giant spider deal. <laughs> do you know a, what people want? Do you know what people want? A Monster Squad. <laughs> give me a make sure the Monster Squads appear. And and the. I I actually would like that. Like if if the if the demand was make a Monster Squad movie, right? Okay, yeah, yeah let's do that. Yeah. Let's have them go on an adventure. It doesn't <laughs> have to be one movie. We can do bunches of them. Um, that's that's fine. That's great. I'm I am on board for that idea. Yeah. Um. I I just I just didn't want to. Uh, there, there there's other problems like. Then oh so you're saying we're trying to build a franchise based around this one group so guy hope audiences like these characters yeah no um, what happened to the one guy oh, they replaced him with the other guy yeah ah Terrence Howard's never gonna catch a break now I can actually think that of ways to make that work I can think of franchises that fit that perfectly there's a role, old role playing game called Bureau Thirteen which is Ooh. exactly that they're monster hunters and some of them are actually monsters themselves and it's a little bit goofy a little bit serious and a little it's, bit scary it's, yeah uh, it's it's meant it's a a, a horror uh, uh, what stalks the night yeah. type uh, uh, role playing game would make a great uh, IP for something like that. Well, I, I, the lenient of the horror and the the exciting advent, action adventure element of it, like the the it, our versus episode um, that we came up with, mm-hmm. uh, my favorite one in there was Hellboy and the Mummy, Brendan Fraser and Hellboy. I forgot team. about that. that one. That was my favorite idea of that of that matchup of that of that episode. Yeah. And that they don't make adventure movies nope. anymore. They no, make really comic book make sci-fi. Actually, mm-hmm. they don't make adventure films. And having the Universal Dark Universe be adventure movies would be me. I, that's where I would love to sure. see it go. Well, 
and well, right, and that that ends up being sort of the conflict, I think, because it should shouldn't it be horror before? Yeah. It's oh, yeah. Horror and adventure. You are correct. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. That, yeah. that that that's the the conflict. But but people people seemed on board for that, and I'm going to keep going on here to mm-hmm. to Home Alone three. The Kevin McCallister, the Macaulay Culkin, mm-hmm. Melissa McCarthy, Kate McKinnon, Home Alone three was a success. It was voted quite a bit. People really were on board for it. Um, I am shocked at our t- at our number four here. Yeah, our fourth most voted thing was the Defenders, maintaining the existing mm. cast minus Finn Jones, <laughs> absorbing them into the- and and because the the groups I went in, they're nerd groups, they're vocal nerd sure. groups, lots of tweeting, lots of Facebooking, yada yada. yada. As a sample audience, I think that's telling. And there is a chance we'll see Charlie Cox, Mike Coulter, and and Kristen Ritter again. You think so? I maybe think I'm being so. maybe I'm being cynical. I feel like using this very sample, uh, our audience as a sample in of a, a variety of different tastes and 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 uh, uh, interests mm-hmm. to to vote this high on something. Specifically, me stating that those three cast members would remain. That people are interested in that. Interested in that. I feel like that gives me more optimism that we will see those three characters come back again. See John Barenthal continue to be the Punisher. I, I, I think I, I want to be optimistic. Sure. And I think this is a this gives me more optimism. Sure. That this many people were like, yeah, yeah, defenders. Like <laughs> one of the people who commented, I won't name drop him because I don't want to, you know, yeah. create any sort of conflict for him. But he literally works for Marvel. Oh. And he voted for that. He's oh. like, yes, defenders. This. Nice. Um, so, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but top three. Okay. Here we go. So th- these are these are the blockbusters. All right. These are the ones that in, Drum roll. in, in terms of voting are concerned. These are the blockbusters. I already mentioned one, but the yep. number three most voted film of our of our pitches was Face Off Two. Sorry, Nick Cage, John Travolta, and Sean Connery. With the whole pitch, the whole shebang, people. Totally with irony. No one is voting no. for this. Like this. Ooh, I want this. No, with it, this movie gets to the top the same way Snakes on a Plane. Yes, blew up the in, way it did. In concept, in the pitch. Thank you so much. Like that. that this many people yeah. voted on this. Like the the top three voted are the sum total of all the other votes. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. Yeah, so these off, are these are the three that have to happen. Face Off Two has the sum total of. Pretty much everything before, not all of them, but it's it's that mu- that many oh uh, that yeah. many votes. Oh, oh, sorry, I just bumped my oh. Um, face off too. Face People off are two. being silly, right? No one really wants this, right? <laughs> How do we put that on a t-shirt? Just base drop, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Uh, the the number two most voted was Muppets Princess Bride. Yep. So many comments for this. People were like, "Yes," and not even no one dissented with our casting. Oh, really? The only dissented cast I saw was someone saying they wish Carrie Ellis could come back to play Wesley. Sure. He's a bit old. Like he's a bit yeah. long in the tooth at this point. Yeah. Um, de-age him, I guess. Uh, but yeah, the the love the the here and people are so enamored with the idea of the princess bride and some and some compliments for our casting saying like yes brilliant yes could uh, carrie always have, come back as someone else uh like what if he, oh he could be uh um Humperdinck's father who's the sure. living he was like oh yeah there she, she kissed me <laughs> <laughs> um but uh 
the number one most voted thing. Our our, our number one. Uh, the number one. On all three places I posted it. Okay. You son of a bitch. What did I do? Spider-Man. <laughs> Brand New Day. No. Is the most voted thing. <laughs> the thing people wanted to see oh, of all no. of our pitches, of all the, the, the synapses I gave here. This is the one. You know why? Why? I'll tell you why. It's because Spider-Man. Mephisto is everyone's favorite villain. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe this. I was so excited to see how many people commented. I was so excited yeah. to see how many people voted for it. Holy cow. But really, people? Come on. We've had three Spider-Mans rebooted in a decade. And you want more? Yeah. Get out of here. They they want They want... <laughs> They want it so bad they want the reboot acknowledged in the plot of the movie <laughs> itself. I am floored that this is by a like a huge margin. I mean, right? That's that that's that's proof positive why uh, Sony's right to not give up the rights. Fifty <laughs> more votes than than Muppets. Muppets Holy was cow. Muppets was way up there, and then fifty plus more votes what? for Spider Man. Everything else is really is it's really reasonably close. You got three in between, twelve in between, uh, fifteen here and there, uh, yeah. one, 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 like just but edging. Spider Man, huh? but uh, Muppets, but, Muppets, Princess Bride took a jump, and then Spider Man just shot to the top how, of the Empire. How, did, how did you word it? How did you explain? Oh, it? Um, a good question. Let me let me bring this up here. Spider Man, Spider Man does whatever a spider can. Good film. A Sony <laughs> Spider Man. Separated from the MCU, utilizing Brand New Day, sorry, uh, and uh, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm reading this all incorrect. Yep. A Sony Spider-Man utilizing Brand New Day that separates Spidey from the MCU while utilizing the Spider-Verse to use Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, and Andrew Garfield. Wow! And everyone it, wants that. Everybody wants that. So I. Sony, you are correct to not let go of your wow. franchise because even with the bad faith you have <laughs> in Amazing Spider-Man 1, Amazing Spider-Man 2, the Ghostbusters movie, <laughs> the Emoji movie, the – I could go on. People yeah. still trust Spider-Man in the hands of Sony. Even not only that, people comment – like arguments were started because of this one. Really? Where people were like – I never want to see Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man again. And then someone comments, oh, is that because he reminds you when Spider-Man was good? And then- <laughs> ah, fights. It was that, Fire that, fights. That was the only thing that created any sort of conflict. And maybe that's why it got more voted because people were spitefully like, sure. screw you. I'm voting for <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, there you go. Amazing. The people have spoken, Jim. Our most successful yeah. pitch, the movie that would be a blockbuster – was your freaking <laughs> brand new day Spider-Man. Hey, what if we did the worst Spider-Man story? <laughs> no, if we did the worst Spider-Man story, we'd do the Clone Saga. <laughs> That's the sequel. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, for, for yes. putting in the effort, for commenting, for voting for all that. I know and, and also listening to this whole for, episode. For listening to this whole episode. Yes, I, I don't think we need to, to, to go on much further than this. We've, we've, this was our season finale, so it's, this is definitely the longest yeah. episode. But uh, Jim, any final thoughts before we we wrap up our season of the studio demands it? Um, no, no, uh, I have nothing uh, to say. I, should I change Tubac wax on? Should I change that, my? There you go. That's the, that is the call to action for yeah. before season two. Uh, since none of you have tweeted at Jim, no, should no, no one has found me. I've 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 remained hidden <laughs> on Twitter. Maybe if you would tell people how to spell your freaking. 
that that's giving it away. Ah, the the hunt continues, <laughs> Tubac. You son of a bitch. Tubac, wax on. Ah. We are totally shaking hands and flexing right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think that does it for this episode and this season. I'd love to know if we met all of your demands. If there's new demands you could you want to send us in the future, please let us know. If you agree, if you disagree, if we wasted your time by making you sit through this long of an episode, we'll be self-deprecating. Uh, we, we might not make it like a whole episode, but like if you have reactions to episodes, like you're like – if you're thinking like a studio, like, ah, I like what you did with this episode, but I have this demand on it, uh, we would love to hear that. And we yes. would love to respond and make tweaks to episodes we've already done with like, oh, but you want this person cast in there? Yeah. Sure. That's We, we would love to engage with you. So let's do the social stuff. Uh, you can find us at studiodemandsit.com where you can send us a demand. Um, even if it is to, like Jim said, clarify or expand on an idea we've already had. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play. We're still working on Spotify. They are very particular about the algorithm, ah. about the programming. Uh, David, our yeah. overlord, was uh, was explaining but it, it to me. But it's in, it's in the works. We're, we're not the works, ignoring yeah. it. And why are you listening on Spotify to begin with? There's so many better options, aren't there? Am I wrong? I like Spotify. Ah, okay. I, uh, the studio demands you explain what Spotify's deal is. Uh, <laughs> if uh, we we have a uh, – we'll uh, keep an eye on for that. Blah, I'm reading the things. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at TC's Big Head. You can find the show at Studio Demands It. You can find Jim at Tubac Wax On. <laughs> Might change. Uh, Who knows? No, yeah, one, no one knows. It's the number two. It's a box emoji. It's, it's it's the word on two box two box no, no it's no, two I box screwed it up. Yep. two two box even TC doesn't, doesn't I don't know. know what your name is <laughs> um, <laughs> a huge shout out to six five media for giving us this platform thank you so much go check out everything six five media is creating uh, another Zelda podcast the top hat balloon show which ended its first season with forty episodes wow. of their YouTube channel on their wow. YouTube in a, in a year less than a year. 40 shorts entered into their library. They are a prolific group of guys. Yeah. Check them out and uh, look forward to content from them changing up their format for se- for their season two as well. Um, I think that does it for this season. We'll be back next season with more challenges to improve the world of cinema. I am TC. I am Jim. And that's, that is, there, there was a show here. All the time. And you listen uh, to it. <laughs> All our catchphrases. Yep. All our catchphrases. We'll see you next Absolutely. season, everybody. Yep. Take care. Bye.